Welcome to Exit the Red Race, the podcast for high performance who want to enter the next level in business and in life with more focus, more energy, clarity, and freedom. We don't do dusty book wisdom or guru quotes. It's all about real, extraordinary experiences and the raw lessons from daily life. He asks you the questions that no one else does. Sometimes tough, sometimes in your face, but always with one goal, challenging you to live your most legendary life. Here's your host, Daniel Kluke. Exit the Red Race. Welcome in this new episode with the Growthcast. Why you keep buying shit you don't need. Listen carefully. Why you keep buying shit you don't need. I have a question for you. Like if you think about the last thing you ordered or bought. It can be like a house. It can be like a car. A package on Amazon. And you come across this item online or in a store. And maybe you need to order it. And you wait on it. And imagine if you go back to that moment. How did it feel? What did it solve in that moment in time? And then when it comes into your hands, like the house or the car or the package is being delivered. How long were you actually happy with it? Because I know so many people that they literally have like rooms in their houses to put in stuff that they actually don't need. I also see a big difference, to be honest, in different cultures. Like when I, let's say, speak to people from the States, like purchasing something is like a win. I had really open conversations about this. Like, okay, why do you purchase something? Yeah, when we're finished college and we start to work, it's expected, culturally at least, that we start to buy stuff. And every time you buy, you win. If you look at the Black Friday madness. Everybody is high on that energy to win something. And I'm from the Netherlands, as you probably know. And in the Netherlands, it is different and it's not. Also, I had this conversation with other countries. It really is also a cultural thing. But one thing is for sure that most of us, when we're feeling shit, we're trying to buy it away. So we're feeling like shit and we buy something to get rid of this shit feeling. And on the service level, that's why I ask you, how did it feel when you purchased something? On the service level, you have a feeling like it's working. Because you feel like shit. And I'm a human being too. I make mistakes. So then I'm probably most of the times go to YouTube, going over all those reviews. And just already being busy 
with those reviews is a distraction in itself. Because I don't have to deal with what I feel inside. And then when that that package is being delivered, or when I went through all the reviews and I made a selection of the product that I want to have, I order it, and it's almost like Christmas time. Like being nervous for that that high buzz, that energy, seeing the packages around the Christmas tree, like, hey, when can I open it? When, in a way, can I win? But just like with Christmas, the moment your package arrives and you open the box, how long after that moment are you still happy and fulfilled with it? Or is it really short-term and you need to repeat the process? So you go back online, you go back to the store, you go back into the sale. We're all emotional beings. We're driven by emotion. Marketing, sales, online marketing, it's all tapping in to, let's say, those emotional beings that we are. We can be triggered. Like if you now nowadays buy something and you go into the checkout process online, but you don't fulfill your order, you get those emails, the abandoned card emails, they call it. And it works. I worked in email marketing in the past. Because, hey, you're in that journey of winning and you stopped. But now... Okay, let's send an email and you're being triggered again by the fact that you didn't won yet. So the reason I bring this up and I notice it myself when I feel, let's say, like shit. I just, I sometimes also feel like shit. And then I have the tendency to buy. In the past without having this awareness, to be honest, I would do it. Every time I felt like shit, I would buy, 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 buy. Because I felt like shit, and I tried to buy it away. It's almost like drugs. No, not almost. It is like drugs. If we would go into the body and seeing the hormonal response, there is an overlap. So you you have the similar, a similar kind of chemicals rushing through your body by making that purchase as having a shot of drugs or cocaine or something like that. So why do I bring this up? I bring this up not to judge because in the past I did it a lot. And to be honest, sometimes I still do it. But I do it less. And I do it differently. Because also one of the reasons that we buy stuff, especially, let's say, the gadgets, the clothes, and the fashion, the cars, and the houses, they are, we are allowing it to form our identity. Like I'm a BMW, I'm not, but let's say for this purpose, I'm a BMW driver or I'm driving Mercedes, or a comfortable. 
or I have that detached house in nature. And, and you know, sometimes in the course I'm sharing that I'm living on a houseboat. Because in a way, it's I sometimes allow it to be part of my identity. But then there is a dependency. Because if I don't have the money to live in a houseboat anymore, or if I don't have the money to keep having that BMW or that other fancy car, or I don't, let's say I'm always flying business class and I'm now not able to do it anymore. I, heck, I know people in areas in the Netherlands, they have like villas, they have the expensive car on the driveway. But if you would go up to the first floor, there is no furniture, <laughs> there is no wallpaper. There is no paint on the walls because they d- didn't have the money for it. But on the outside, part of that identity is like, hey, I'm living in a villa surrounded by water and I have that expensive car on my driveway, but uh, don't go up. So if you think about it for yourself, with all the material stuff you owe or that you own, what do you let define your current identity? And could you imagine, or maybe a question, what would it bring you if you wouldn't let it define your identity? That you don't need to say that you're living on a houseboat, that you don't need to say, I'm driving a BMW. It's just a car, right? It brings you from A to B. And a Toyota does the same thing. So if you can let that go, what does that allow you to experience more of? And I know what it lets you experience more of. Freedom. It allows you to have more freedom, less stress. And for me personally, everything changed Because in the past, I would just buy. It's like a a trigger and a reaction. So I feel like shit and I bought something. Nowadays, when I feel that trigger, when I want to, let's say, feel that urge coming up, I need to buy or a certain type of product, then I first go inwards instead of immediately reacting to it. So why do I want to buy this item? And why do I want to buy in general? Do I feel like shit? Is it something that I'm trying to run away from? Is it something that I need to confront within myself? In a way to become honest towards myself. So the trigger of buying, the urge to buy something. And this it's now about buying, but it's also drugs, it's food even a lot of workouts, like what is the trigger? Why am I doing it in the first place? What is the intention, the driver behind it? That is the awareness. If you if you develop more of that, and how do you develop that? Is this the first question probably you come up with? It's just ask yourself better questions. Why do I need to buy this item? Why do I need to buy right now? 
in the first place? Is there something I'm running away from from within myself? Maybe you're at a fight with your partner or something challenging on work. And then the next thing is, instead of immediately going into that buying cycle, I build in time in between. So I'm exploring the item. To be honest, real-life example was a real busy time for me. It's now almost summer holiday for me. I'm literally going on my holidays tomorrow. But two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was looking for a new car. For years, we're driving like an old Nissan. Perfect car, by the way. It's always really reliable. But I felt that urge like I, I had that money and sometimes maybe you feel it yourself. It, it's almost like burning in your pocket. Like you want to spend it. And I started to look around for new cars, the BMWs. <laughs> so I'm looking at those cars and I start to feel that, like that wow feeling. Like I want this. It, those cars, they, they looked amazing. But then I went in, like, why do I want to buy this car? Do I need it? Why do I need it? And then I came to this realization. I don't like driving. <laughs> That's, that was not the realization. But I don't, I don't like driving that much to being behind the wheel. I just love a good product. And those cars look like a good product. The detail is fantastic. But then I asked myself, what was the la- when was the last time that we needed a car and to literally go somewhere? And then for me, I think the answer at that time was like a week ago. So I'm thinking of spending like a 20,000, 25,000 euros car. I don't like driving that much. And the last time that I needed a car was like a week ago. And I'm like, okay, but why would I do that? So I didn't do it. But the other thing is two years ago, I'm a really big coffee lover. I'm coming across like a new coffee machine, handmade in Germany. And I'm starting to do the research. Uh, I love the research part. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going over all the reviews and reading about it. And there's like a waiting time for seven months and you can really fine-tune this coffee machine even with the LED lights in the color you want, the color scheme on the machine itself, all kinds of options. And I'm going over it. But instead of buying it immediately, I think it it's taking me months. And then I'm on the waiting list. And what was really magnificent was I needed to wait, I think, that six, seven months before they start building it. And I didn't have to buy it before that time. So I had like five, six months of reflection. And that gave me so much time to go, why do I want to buy this product in the first place? What does it allow me to do? Does it add to my life? And to be honest, Yes, 
I came to the conclusion this adds to my life. It's a coffee machine that I really with my, it's a manual coffee machine. So it's almost like it asks for a lot of attention and dedication. And for me, I have this machine now. It's like mindfulness. And to be honest, in the past, I would love for you to come in my house and you see that coffee machine. And then you would compliment me on the fact that I have such like a beautiful coffee machine. But nowadays, I still love when you do that. But I don't need it anymore to feel good about me. That's what I call the shit deal. Something for a later podcast. So, I'm happy to, let's say, there was a lot of awareness around buying this product, a great coffee machine, because I love coffee. I love the process of making coffee. I love the process of exploring that machine on the internet. I love the fact that I needed to wait for months. And then it's there. But because there was so much time and so much exploration within myself, I'm so happy with it every day I make a cup of coffee. And that's for you. That's coming back to that question that I had at the beginning. When was the last time you, let's say, purchased a product and how much joy and fulfillment you felt at the beginning at the process of orientation, the first phase, then the second phase of actually buying it and waiting on it. And then the third, pay of third phase, like really actually owning it, having it. And when you go through all those three phases and maybe uh, one week later or two weeks later, like a car is just an item, a coffee machine is just an item. But can you still feel fulfilled with the fact that you get enjoyment out of it? Or is it like that new car smell? It fades away in one or two weeks and then it's just a car. And you're just not that fulfilled with it anymore. And maybe, if you're really honest, you didn't need to have that big, expensive car in the first place. Your old one was good enough. And by asking yourself and going through this process with those three phases and also the part of the identity, do you buy it for you or do you buy it for the fact what others will say to you of owning this product? This will create freedom. This is really stepping into a legendary life because you're not dictated anymore by the fact that you and it's of, of course internally that you need to buy shit. And you, when you feel like shit, and you feel that trigger, that that trigger is there to buy something that is fine, but you use it as a stepping stone to explore within yourself. So those are the questions for today. So why do we keep buying shit we don't need? any other way, buying with awareness, buying in a way, in a legendary way, that you, the products that, let's say, well, my biggest wish for you is that, let's say, from now on, you start to explore this process 
using it as personal development, as leadership growth. And we speak each other to each other in six or 12 months. And he said, hey, Daniel, I'm listening to this growth cast. And it made me aware in such a new level in the way I buy stuff. And the stuff that I bought in the last six to 12 months, it's less, but what I bought, it's just bringing me so much fulfillment and enjoyment in my life. That's my biggest wish for you. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing night. Have an amazing life. And enjoy your next purchase. Thank you for joining us. If you don't want to miss an episode of Exit the Red Race, make sure to subscribe. Are you listening through Apple Podcasts? We'd love you to leave a review. Do you know someone who really should hear this episode? Share it in your favorite social media so you can tag them. Oh, and don't forget to tag Daniel as well. Want to know more about Daniel Kluken? Check out his website at danielkluke.com. Are you ready to live your legend? See you next time. Exit the rat race.